0: Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Uh, So today on this episode of the Grind It Podcast, I'm going to be interviewing this guy sitting to my right. Uh Daryl, what is your lesson? Bridges. Bridges. I just, <laughs> just had a big mind blank. Just, just went blank all of a sudden. Uh, but his name is Daryl Bridges. Uh, he uh, was serving on the uh, uh, the staff here. At, well, not a paid staff, but he was probably wish he was paid. With all the stuff. No, no. <laughs> uh, he was an elder here at uh, Partnership Christian Churches, where uh, I attend services uh, and play on the worship team. And Daryl. Uh, also plays on the worship team he plays sometimes. yeah he plays bass and he plays uh, acoustic and electric sometimes sometimes yeah. and uh, here lately he has been playing a lot And when they're really uh, scraping the bottom <laughs>
1: <they> come here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we had an instance this week because my daughter was gonna be playing drums and and she's got so much stuff going on with school and in her band at school and stuff and and with friends and so, uh, she hasn't had a chance to learn the songs this week, and and I didn't want to just throw her to the wolves with not much practice. Yeah, I understand. And so, that's why I called you yesterday, because... Throw me to the wolves. Yeah, you're used to it. <laughs> you were an elder, which is what we're going to be talking about in a few right. minutes, right? Okay. Speaking of being thrown to the wolves, um, but Partnership Christian Churches here in Maryville, Tennessee, Highway 321 you Guys, ever want to come out and visit? We would love to have you, and you would definitely be welcome when you say Daryl yes. and love. No, absolutely, for sure. the definitely the most loving congregation I have ever been a part of in my 49 really, years of they're life. They're really something, they are they're really something, they really are. Um, good people, also. Uh, which um, you may not know about Daryl, and if you don't know him at all, you will not know about Daryl. But if you do, you still go to Plant Fitness periodically i go there i work out at home so that's what i started doing i work COVID. out at home yeah. but when i want to get into some uh, maybe a little bit heavier stuff i'll go to planet, go to planet fitness but what you what you won't know about daryl mostly is is uh that he is a a, a weightlifter and he's he's pretty bulky uh, underneath well he's, got, he's in a t-shirt today but <laughs> but the dude's got some muscles for, on for him for an old man the dude's got, man. got some muscles on him that, that's definitely for sure but i would run into him a lot at planet fitness even besides church now once you graduate Johnson uh, graduated I was 74 so that'd be two years ago has it been two years already I think two years ago yeah see, I was thinking a year when, when I was setting up uh, this introduction for you I was thinking it's about a year ago but it's been two years time just flies well time goes when you're having fun way too fast and let me tell you something the older you get the, the faster, faster it goes, goes. <laughs> that's what that's what everybody's always told me my whole life you know and, and I'm starting to see that because uh, my daughter Is fixing to be 14 years old in a Mm. couple of months. I'm like, what? 14. My granddaughter is fixing to graduate college. Oh boy. So. Yeah. Next comes the marriage and all that good stuff, right?
1: Yeah. But put that in the hands of
0: the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. I've already done that in the junior high dating days. Mm. Give it to the Lord. Yeah. Because I'm the dad. I'm the you know I gotta keep my eyes out on on those young bucks. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, let's start these questions, Daryl, and, uh, and and give you a chance to to encourage the, the audience h- uh, here in just a little bit. But we'll just we'll start off with some simple questions first. Good. So, how how long you been pumping iron? I guess off and on for
1: well, for sixty years. Uh, when I was in high school, I was I was very small in high school. Matter of fact, when I went in the Navy, I was probably barely about five foot tall, maybe weighed 110, 120 pounds. I was very small. You were small, but I was a gymnast too. So uh, I lifted weights to help me in my gymnastics in high school, which uh, if anyone saw it wouldn't think, well, he's he's definitely no gymnast. <laughs> but it, it helped me. And uh, but uh, I just uh, did it off and on. And then after I got out of the Navy and uh, we got married and all that. I got serious about weightlifting and I uh, got into competition, oh, uh, wow. both Olympic and, and, uh, See, I never knew that. And, power, new, man. and power, oh really, and powerlifting. And I actually placed in the state, uh, state competition in Olympic lifting twice, third place, but still I placed, hey. uh, and, uh, didn't place in powerlifting, though I was a better powerlifter than I was a, uh, electric uh, lifter, but there just wasn't any competition in the, uh, Olympic side and, uh. I had some pretty fair techniques, but it was, I mean, it's nothing compared to what they are now. Oh, yeah. Today, they're just phenomenal.
0: I saw a Chinese guy that lifted over three times his weight. Freaks in nature. Freaks well, in nature. Athletes today are crazy. Well, they're just, just crazy. they're dedicated to
1: one thing. Yeah. And that's, I want to do this. They, they work on their technique. They work on their strength. And uh, obviously, there are some enhancements, I'm sure. I don't know that they take them, but. There's some enhancements. We didn't, back in my day, <laughs> we didn't have a whole lot of enhancements. And did, did you ever get into the cardio stuff, or did you? Just, did you just uh, I, I am now. Yeah, but not then. Uh, but then I started running just a few years ago, and uh, the most I ever got up to was about eight miles.
0: Yeah, uh, but I don't run now unless I'm on a treadmill. I'm running with Miranda. Oh really? And, yeah, and our our road is one big hill. Oh really? <laughs> And I have I have an easy time running down the hill. It's yes. When I get to the bottom of the hill and have to run back up, do I have, do I have to go up? <laughs> Incline. Somebody bring a truck down here and bring me up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say I haven't made it. I don't think I've made it a mile yet. So that's, a, that's how shape I should have It'll come. It'll come. So uh, I asked you about you lifting weights, and you said that. Um, You've been doing it. How, what'd you say? Forty now, years, not sixty years. Sixty years, good grief.
1: Oh, you know, not seriously. When I was younger, yeah. But, but as I get older, you know.
0: And then you you you've done some cardio now, now lately. Yes, yes. So cardio is good, especially as we get older. Yes. And it's, it's like I said the other day. The old joke uh, when we were on stage getting ready to start the the youth service that Sunday, and I said, "Yeah, people up here trying to keep their youth." <laughs> <laughs> me, Gary, and Josiah. And then you have the youth. That that went pretty well. Got a good laugh out of the audience on that one. Um, but here's a second question. Kind of flipping. That That's all physically, how you stay fit physically. But what, what do you do for your spiritual life to stay spiritually fit, if you will? Okay. This is uh, both I want to and I do do this. Uh, every
1: morning I get up. Obviously, I, I'm into the Word. I start... Uh, and right now I'm just uh, I'm in Habakkuk right now. I'll finish the reading the Bible this year. Probably, Habakkuk, guess, Old Testament, prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've uh, I've already read the New Testament. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I'm reading Habakkuk right now. But I'm going through the Old Testament. But I'm also trying to memorize. Uh, I'm trying to memorize John chapter one in the Greek, and understand each word, and also trying to memorize. Isaiah fifty-two thirteen through Isaiah fifty-three in the Hebrew,
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowing each word, uh, you know you can you can recite it. So I'm doing that so I can understand what these what they what, what they're, they're originally what they're, saying. Yeah, what they're saying. Yeah. So I, I'm into the Bible uh, in the morning and in the evening, typically, and prayer, 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 prayer. Lots of prayer, prayer, and then when I'm done, I pray. <laughs> uh, I understand. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I understand what it, what Paul said when he says, pray without ceasing. Uh, I had a long t- a long time, just years, and not until recently, just the past five, 10 years, that I really understood that. Praying without ceasing,
0: I don't care where you are, even if you're driving, no, you can don't. always pray. That's my prayer closet when I'm driving. Yeah, To my yes. first stop in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, it's all quiet. There you go, oh, it's all quiet. And that's one of the things we don't have today. We don't have that silence.
1: You know, be calm, be silent and know that I'm God. Yeah. Well, where do you find silence? I mean, can you find it in your house? No, there's always some some electronic device running, a refrigerator, freezer, something like that. Yeah. If you're Jazz. out in some place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, with me now. <laughs> 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 or a stupid cat outside. <laughs> uh, but finding a place to be quiet, Yeah. that's really important. I mean, you can go to the cove, but there are a lot of people there. Uh, sometimes you go up on a
0: parkway or something like that but uh really praying and I, listening i think that's a huge point because people like and i'm talking about myself here because like when my wife when we started when we started dating and when she first married me i i grew up listening to music yeah to go to sleep to yeah and she said this ain't happening <laughs> we, we swapped it to a fan so cuz i gotta have noise I've always been that way my whole life. I just I got to have noise. When you if you see me at work, you see me before in stores. Stuff. I have an earbud yes. in my ear. I, they're in my pocket right now. Because when we finish this conversation, it's going Man. in my ear. I've got to have noise. And and I think a lot of people. That's the way a lot of people today are conditioned. And uh, we don't too. we don't want we don't want to be quiet. We don't want to be I still am that way. Also, we don't want silence.
1: It bothers it bothers me. When I was uh, younger, I was also a rock and roll guitarist and bassist, uh, especially when I was in the Navy. So I always liked, like you said, noise. <clears throat> the noise of uh, of rock and roll, and I, I'm not doubting it, but the, it was, I liked it. But uh, now, the quietness and listening for God's voice is very important to me. Yeah. Uh, trying to listen and get that understanding and just be at peace. And I think that's something that we don't have today is that shalom, that inner peace, mm-hmm. uh, that silence and quietness brings, just being out. And uh, being, a, I hate to use this term, a loner, but being alone. Yeah. Because when you're alone, your thoughts are there. And also you can pray. And you can ask God questions. I, I ask God, I don't
0: question God. I ask him questions, yeah. <laughs> like Joe. He asks questions. Uh, uh, how, how does with with uh, uh, with you studying the Bible? Why why did you decide to go to, to Johnson? Because you you waited quite yes, late I in did. life to, to go to a Bible college. Yes, I did. Uh, so how does that fit in with with your concept of your Bible study? And well, it's
1: just learning more the more of the in depth uh, understanding Isaiah deeper, understanding the different Bi- uh, Bible uh, books deeper. Yeah. You know well, Habakkuk. Oh, he was he was a son of so and so so and so all the way down to Hezekiah. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding at what time frame, what was happening during that time frame,
0: yeah,
1: uh, in the world, and uh, you know, man is very violent. You know, yeah. We, we look at today. We look at today, but it hasn't changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Mankind, the heart of man, is only evil continually. Uh, that's what you know. God said that twice in Genesis, and then Jeremiah said, "The heart of man is wicked beyond understanding." Who who can understand it? Yeah. Well, you look at what's happening today, and look at our own hearts. Look at I look at my own heart, and even today, uh, temptations. We're all tempted. You know, there are things that tempt us, and we have to you know say, "The Lord rebuke you, Satan." Yahweh rebuke you. Yeah. Uh, and Lord help me to overcome this temptation, and He does. But we have you know a lot of the works on yeah. us too.
0: But it's all by His grace. Yes, yeah. And so you've talked about two things that a lot of people have trouble doing. Sitting in silence or being yes. silent, being alone with God and looking inward. Yes. Because it's so easy to look outward. I can yeah. point out your faults. Oh, yes. Because I've known you for five years now. I don't, I don't I know you from. that well. I don't, I don't know of any faults that you have. But, but your wife. <laughs> got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, but, but the, we don't, we don't want to sit in silence and we don't want to look inward. The song we sang the other day. Uh, it is well. Mm-hmm. There's a verse in there that Christ has regarded
1: my helpless estate, and when I look inside, I say, "You know, you're helpless. You can't. You can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself. Only God can help me.
0: Yeah.
1: But and He does if I will rely on Him. That's no, a, that's an easy to thing him. to sit here and say to you, but when you step outside these doors, that's hard.
0: Yes, we're all human. Absolutely. I've asked you about being. By lifting weights, men physically fit, and, and what you do uh, to stay spiritually fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, you mentioned a while ago, I didn't know this either. I'm learning a lot myself today about you. So I told you I didn't really know you. I've known you for five years, but I, I, I don't really know you. It, and, and that's uh, interesting when we say we know somebody, but we really don't know somebody. Yeah. Um, but you said that you were in the Navy. How yes. How long were you in the Navy, and what did you do in the uh-huh. Navy? I was four years in the navy. Uh, I was a navy spook. I don't know what that
1: means. That's, <laughs> uh, there's a book out there called Blind Man's Bluff. Read it; it's a good. <laughs> one. I was just—I was a navy spook. Uh, we call them communication techs, and that's—that's that's what I did for uh, three of the years. I went to
0: school a lot. Yeah. So. Well, thank you, thank you for your service. Yeah. And speaking of service, and and being in the Navy. Uh, and you have been, how long have you been a Christian, by the way? <laughs> okay. I gave my life to Christ when I was a kid.
1: Now, obviously, and you know this, we step away. We walk away. I was in the Navy. I was a sailor. I was a sailor. Uh, I used the language of a sailor. I did the things of a sailor. Uh, so I, uh, I fell back, for lack of a better term. That's what Paul says. Uh, but by the grace of God and the prayers of my saintly old, old aunt and my mother, I survived many things uh, in the Navy. And, uh, you know, God honored their prayers and hounded me and uh, brought me back into the fold.
0: The prodigal came home. Yes, uh, for like,
1: but that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. A good way of saying it. Uh, but we struggle regardless. And you know this yes. we struggle. Even with uh, with our commitment to Christ, we struggle. Look at Peter. Look at the apostles. They struggled even mm-hmm. while Jesus was there with them. Yeah, they sure. still didn't know until His ascension
0: why He came. Yeah, I, I, I like the way the chosen brought out uh, yes um, Mary Magdalene and how she went yes. back into yeah that that, bar that scene was an that. encouragement
1: for me for lack of a better term yeah uh,
0: because you
1: know Christ, you know I. I still go to this christ yeah. he loves us he gave his life for us you know my sin not in part all of it
0: mm-hmm. nailed to the cross like the whole, yeah.
1: he took it all and yet you know we struggle with that from a human perspective we want to work our way into the into salvation you
0: can't do that it's all by that. the grace of god absolutely
1: and i uh it's hard, That's a hard thing for. That's a hard thing for a human to understand.
0: Yeah, especially male. Male. Yes, especially men. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I, I'd say women also. Yeah. Uh, women. I but mean, we're looking, used but to working. Martha. Yeah, yeah.
0: But you know, I'm just thinking because we're just so used to working and working and yes. you know, and, you know, and earning and that yes. paycheck. You know, and taking care of our family. You know, mm-hmm. so. and and working for a position on the, yeah. the team or something like that. Yeah. So it's it easy to matter. take that concept with God and saying, you know, I got to.
1: But it's it's all by His grace, everything, and for His name's sake, and that that's something like I say, it's very hard for humans to understand that. Yeah, the greatness of God is beyond what I can comprehend. I look out in the stars, you know, and I you know, I try to take a picture of uh, Andromeda or the Crab Nebula or something like that, and I think, you know, from here to there that galaxy is over 100,000 light years across. And it looks that big to me, <laughs> and I'm thinking. Yeah. And God said, let it be, and it
0: happened. And it happened. It's spoken in existence. And if
1: that gives you a problem, uh, look at what Einstein said. All of this happened at once. In 1912, he came up with his theory of relativity that said time, space, matter, energy, everything came into existence at once. And that was confirmed by not only his theory, but also by Hubble by Penzias and Wilson, by all these people who studied this, and the, even the uh, cosmic, uh, the COBE s- uh, satellite you know, that found the things.
0: We call it the Big Bang. God said it, and bang, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's a good <laughs> no, one. I'm sorry I got off the subject there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're, no, you're good. Um, uh, speaking of service, uh, I mentioned earlier in, in the introduction that you were uh, an elder here for a while. Mm-hmm. What would you say was one of your... Because a lot of people don't understand. They, they think a church is all lovey-dovey and fuzzy and, and warm. And, a lot of people don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And and in not saying that it's bad all the time or anything, but I, I know from being in ministry since I was 19 years old, you know, it, it, it can be difficult at yes, times. very and much very, so. And very very much so. Yeah. What would you say, as being an elder... What were some challenges as being an elder, and and you know maybe how did? Elders are supposed to be the spiritual leaders uh,
1: of the flock. We are all we all have our. I'm going to use just opinions and feelings and uh, emotions. Uh, Emotions. Yoda said, uh, emotions always. (laughs) (laughs) Emotions uh, really wreak havoc with people. Because if I do something that, whether you know all about it or not, but it goes against your thoughts, your emotions start playing into it. Right. Now, when emotions come into play, uh, logic goes out the window. So, therefore, when the elders make a decision, say, all right, we pray about it. The elders, I mean, boy, I really like these guys pray. Lord, help us. Now, sometimes I make decisions and then say, Lord, help me in this decision. No, 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 no. Lord, what decision should I make is what I should have prayed. Sometimes I didn't do that. Uh, But I think the greatest challenge for me as an elder was praying. Praying first and seeking God's guidance as opposed to saying, okay, we need to do this, logically saying, we need to do this, Uh, and then praying about it. God does not go by man's logic. Uh, It's just what we, but it's our human nature. Logically, we need to do this. No, we need to pray first. That was my biggest struggle, not from anything here, but with myself. Right struggling knowing that i should pray first before i do anything or before i even consider anything so there's that was my struggle
0: yeah i can just imagine you know <coughs> how what size of our congregation 200 250 had pro- probably pretty close 200 something like that yeah so you got that's you got 200 opinions and yes and in in lots of lots of emotions that come and if behind I do so
1: if i do something that you don't whoa whoa i wouldn't have done that now we become not Uh, brothers in Christ, we become enemies in a sense because our opinions are different.
0: So you have to work that out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But I, you know, I have now I'm off the board. I'm not, I'm not an elder as such. You're always an elder, just like you're always a preacher. Um, But trusting people, trusting God first and trusting the leadership. And if, and I think this leadership has two ears. That they will listen. Mm-hmm. But uh, praying first, praying first is the, you know, getting into the word, obviously,
0: and praying first. We have we have some good elders here. We have good men here. We have, we have good men. We have good leaders. So, uh, I call this the Grounded Podcast, which com- it's, comes from skateboarding. You know, I've, I've been a skateboarder just about my entire life since I was 14 years old. And the whole idea, the the basis of the Grinded Podcast, it comes from Hebrews twelve one through three to keep our eyes on Jesus because He endured the, the yeah absolutely, and 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 our whole um I don't know how what to say how to word this but what we want to do is to encourage people who are at the point of giving up you know because life will just beat the crap out of you and beat you up bad and yep. and people need help. And people need hope and so our goal is to point them to Jesus and to encourage them to, to keep on keeping on and not to give up to keep grinding and and so the big question that I when I do these interviews that I ask people is would you be willing to talk about a life challenge that you uh, faced at some point in your life and how God brought you through that life challenge so that because uh, there's other people in our audience that I'm sure have faced something similar and they could find some encouragement from um, your story, because everybody has a story.
1: Everybody has a story. Everybody
0: has a story. <laughs> and, uh, and so if you would uh, just share a part of your story and, and how how God brought you through it. Uh, I had some pretty severe
1: illnesses uh, in my younger days, starting around 20-something, 26 or something. I had uh, something very similar to Crohn's disease, IBS, and, and irritable bowel syndrome, whatever they call it. First time it hit me, uh, I weighed about 200 pounds, and within a few weeks I was down to about 129 pounds. Wow! When they carried me, my wife and my friend carried me into the hospital. Lost a lot of everything, blood, everything, uh, and I was very discouraged. And there were times in my life when that cropped up again. I had three. I've had three major attacks of that. Haven't had any for many, many years. Thank you, Lord. Very painful. Uh, very painful. I, I can feel people moving in the house. Yeah, I have IBS on. So okay. I yeah. And uh, I think prayer got me through that. But I think for right now, every, everything, in everything that you do, Satan is going to tempt you. I don't like that. I'm a Christian. Uh, why, Lord? But now, <clears throat> I realize. That the greatest struggle for me, and I think for most people, is trying to do things yourself, trying to be i'm my own man. Uh, I can take care of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, there are many things you can. you know if you're a mechanic, working on a vehicle, if you're a golfer, you know doing swings, stuff like that, um, working on your swing. Uh, you can do things. But the bottom line is every breath that you take or I take, every breath, is by the grace of God. Yeah. I understand people don't under, don't agree with that. Some people don't agree with that. But if you look out into the night sky and you think someone caused this to happen, everything that exists has to have a cause. Except for God, because He always existed, and everything is done. This is me saying, everything is done because of the grace of God. Now we think, well, how about the people that are killing people, raping people, and all that? No, that's not by the grace of God. That's that's man doing what man normally does. Evil, evil. Think about your own heart. I think about my heart, and I am thankful that God did send Jesus, Uh, and I I contemplate, now this is the biggie here for me, (laughs) I contemplate God a lot. Uh, How can God be Father, Son, Holy Spirit? Well, this is God. You know, we look at things from a human perspective. The greatest challenge for me is trying to understand God, if I did, I would be God. Yeah. But from a human perspective, as much grace as he gives me to understand who he is and what I am to do.
0: In Psalm 139, David says, "Yeah, I can't figure you
1: out. You? <laughs> I can't I can understand figure, you. Way too big for my little yeah, brain. If I could figure God out, I yeah. would be God. Yeah. But the uh, the point is, my purpose on earth is to glorify God. Every man's purpose on earth is to glorify God. Do men struggle? I just finished reading uh, Franklin Graham's book, Rebel with a Cause. Good book, by the way. Good book. Heard that. Uh, Because when he was working, when he's working in Samaritan's Purse, and he goes to places where there were civil wars, civil wars and just famine and pestilence and children being raped, being killed. And you ask, why? Why? It's because man is being man. Man is being man. Uh, and God says, no, no, don't put your trust in me. And that's what I'm trying to do. It it doesn't, it won't be over until I draw my last breath.
0: And, and it's so hard for people in general to do that because like the microphone that we're talking into, we can see that microphone. Yes. It's right there. I, I can, you know, it's a, I can see it's a nice one, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I can pick up that microphone. I can turn it off. You know, I can turn it up. I can, you know, it's, it's tangible. Yeah. And God's not that's that's the point we can't comprehend that yeah man cannot comprehend god
1: at all only by the only by his grace do we understand what we understand uh and uh that's that's just it's not a it's no longer a struggle for me it's a uh, it's it's a challenge for me drawing to god drawing close to god because if I draw close to him, he will draw close to me. If I seek his face, if I seek his kingdom, I know that will happen. Will Satan attack me? Always. 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 And it just, and I asked, that's when I asked the question, why? 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 Come on. I belong to you.
0: And Satan knows it. So he will attack me. Yeah. Whatever way he can. So when you were struggling with that IBS and you lost all that weight, you were like, okay, I can take care of this myself. I can go, you know, I don't I need go to go to the doctor. I, yeah. And then you waited too late or whatever, yeah. Because you, you went through all that pain and struggle, And, yeah. and that—that's that, what we do. And, and uh, yeah, that's exactly what we do. Even with God, I, I can, I can, Lord, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. You go ahead and take care of the
1: people that really need you. I'll take care of this. We all need God. Everybody, mm-hmm. from the high CEO, from the president, all the way down to me, we all
0: need God. You know, even even people who. Have never given their life to Christ, who never even think about God. When a lot of times, when they get into a dire situation, if their life is on the line or whatever, what do they cry out? Yeah, even Richard Dawkins did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: God. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's a different story. If you ever get a chance to watch him and John Lennox, I think it was John Lennox or someone went, or someone else asked him. Uh, he believed in Darwin's yeah uh, Origin of the Species and the but the title of the book is long and they asked richard uh, can you can you tell the whole title of the book and of course he said uh, yeah, he struggled and he said oh god help me and then, so, <laughs> then I said, did i really say that <laughs> but really uh, you know ultimately everything my breath my thoughts everything is is about god uh, i really i really uh, seek god uh, I, you know, I say that. If you see me out on the street, you're thinking he's not seeking God. But what <laughs> I do, I, I seek him in my thought, uh, definitely in my prayers, and I know that He died. Jesus died for my sins. God came to earth. You know, I, if I, if I may, reading John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and in the Greek it says, and God was the Word. And then later on, down in I think verse fourteen, it says. And the word became flesh. That means God himself yes. became flesh. Mm-hmm. That's a very hard concept. Very hard how, concept. How, but this is the... God. Is anything too hard for God? Even, is anything too hard for God? Nothing is impossible for God. Yeah. So, you know, think about that. Here God came and dwelt among us to not only show us the way, but to take upon himself our burdens, our sorrows, our infirmities, our sins as it says in Isaiah. And uh, yeah, still we, what do we do? We're all like sheep. Adonai We all like sheep have gone astray. Mm-hmm. Each has turned to his own way, that's me. But God, Yahweh, has placed on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. And that, you think about that folks. My sin, your sin, the sin of the entire world was laid upon Jesus. And he took it anyway. Yep. He could have called ten thousand names. That's that's a very hard concept. God became flesh and took upon himself my sins. Who 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 can forgive sins? Who can you you know, can Nobody. you forgive my sins? Can I forgive? Oh, no, I can forgive what you do against me. But no. Who can really forgive? Only God. Only God can forgive Only God sins. Through Christ.
0: Yeah. And, and, and two things that you mentioned. Uh, first of all, you talked about peace when you were talking about prayer a while ago. You, talk, yes. you said peace, and uh, I forget the second one; it just escaped my mind. That's, it'll come back. Where do you get my age? Everything goes. <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> just talk about because there's a lot of people. I don't remember what it was. There's a, a lot of people think, well, I have to get my life right first. Because yeah. you talked about if you saw me on the street, you would "That guy's not seeking God." Yeah. But 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 that's a lot of people think that they they think well I have got to act a certain way, I've got to I've got to live a certain way. I've got to do this and do that like a, like the Bible's a bunch of rules and you do's and don'ts and, and and we think that we have to do everything just right and then we'll come to to Christ and and, cause Cause those, is, and that's that's what the, the Hebrews could. tried that the Israelites tried that yes. didn't work didn't yeah. work didn't work and that's what I thought about when you said that. If you saw me down, walking down the street, you wouldn't think that guy's not seeking God. But, but you live a godly life. I try. I do my best. Yeah. That's, we all mess up. That's the key. Tr-
1: trying. Showing God that because you have saved me, I am going to. Yes. Not because I'm doing this, I'm saved. But because you saved me now, my life has changed. I'm trying. I'm trying to live a, a righteous life. Do I? No. I do not. God, by your grace, help me to live a righteous life. Uh, We're still going to mess up. And I I still mess up. His grace is sufficient. He has mercy. He casts those sins as far as the east is from the west. He remembers them no more.
0: Why? Because he took them upon himself. Yeah. And and going back to the gospel, you talk about John's book. He says if we continue to walk in the light, as he is in the light, the blood of his son continually cleanses us. But if we've never given our life to Christ, we don't have that. Yeah. We don't have that peace, and that's why I want to go back to. When, and I do have that peace. When, yeah, because so you because you have Christ living inside you, you're yeah. washed in His blood, you're filled with His Holy Spirit. Therefore, you have peace. Yes. And 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 that's what especially in our day and time right now, people need peace. Well, the, the only place you can find true peace is in Christ. Yes. Not because I know that. All right. Hey, I'm living for Christ now. I've accepted him. Everything's
1: going to be rosy. No, it's not. Uh, you know, as Jesus told Mary and Martha, you know, do you believe in me? Yeah. Oh, I believe you're the resurrection. They still didn't get a clue. They still didn't have a clue. Yeah. But yet he called Lazarus out of the grave. Lazarus, twice dead now. <laughs> he called him out of the grave. But he said, you know, even though you die, you will live. I have that hope. Death is a transition. We don't like to go through that. We're scared of that door yeah. of going that door that takes us from here to there. But yet God, you know, God has something. You know, my father has a place in his house for me. I really look forward to that. Yeah. Now, going there, uh, you know, we all we're human. We have the apprehension. Boy, how am I going to die? I'm glad he hasn't told me. You know, is it going to be a peaceful? Is it going to be I don't want to know Lord I just, just
0: I just know that it's coming
1: I know it's coming but I also know unless you come first <laughs> and then then I have my own opinions about that <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, uh, that last breath here will be the first breath there yes and that transition when I'm over there will have no effect it's done just like things that happened in the past for me that's done yeah you know I that's done.
0: And Paul says, that you know, forgetting things I've yeah. left behind." I'm I got to stretch. Forward.
1: I got to. I got to seek God's kingdom, and I'm really trying. You know, everybody, you know, people who are listening to this, there are people who are really trying, and they're getting discouraged. Don't get. Satan is the author of discouragement. Yes, he's a liar. He's a murderer. And he will try to discourage you, and he does me, and I do get discouraged. But then you know, I, I rest myself in this that he is. He has he's his grace has taken care of everything.
0: Amen.
1: Not that i not that not that I can really do it, but I strive toward it. Yeah. And that's what Paul said. I strive toward it. I, I really strive toward this and I do. But like I said, when you see me outside, especially when someone cuts me off and I'm thinking <laughs> knock off the tailpipe, Lord. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just Lord have mercy on them. Have mercy on me for having bad thoughts. Have mercy on them when they just don't even care about you. And I think here's where uh, you all that have families, and I do this, uh, I struggle because you know someone in my family may not be doing the right thing. So, what do I do? I don't scream at them, I pray for them.
0: Yeah,
1: I pray, I pray, I pray. God is faithful. God is faithful. I'm not, He is
0: faithful. Well, um, let's do this, let's just end, end this interview uh, with you today. Uh, by praying for those who doesn't have that peace, who doesn't know Amen. Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and, yeah, me uh, why don't you lead us in prayer and, and let's pray on their behalf? Well, Father, we do. We we come before you, Lord Jesus. We ask for your
1: intercession as always, and that's why you what you do. You intercede for us. But there are people who may be listening to this, this podcast, and oh, Lord Jesus, just ha- have mercy. Give them the strength and the peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. I know that. Uh, Sometimes I don't show it, but I know it. And I know it comes from you. You have regarded my helpless estate, their helpless estate. You have shed your own blood for our souls. I am thankful and I'm sure that they are. And Lord, there are just some people that may not. Lord, there's some people that may not say, hey, this, you know, come on, it's just another religion all religions are the same. Well, you know, you know what? I think Lord, I think maybe they're right. All religions are man-made. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what denomination some someone in a, some man started this denomination. However, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship Father with you through our Savior Jesus Christ. Yep. Through the blood of Christ we have a relationship with you. May these people, these people who are listening to this have that relationship. Not the religion, but the relationship with you, Father. Yeah. Through your son, Jesus. Holy Spirit, please, please, Holy Spirit, draw them to you. Draw them by your power. I pray this. Lord Jesus, thank you for allowing us to pray this.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Darrell, that concludes your interview. You did well. <laughs> I'm done. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank God. you. God bless. Hope- thank you for listening to The Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrindedpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro, off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.